Hello and welcome to another edition of Salvation Solutions. I'm your host today, Leslie. I am Aramis. And I'm Pastor D. And today our topic will be the number one factor to living the faith life. So Pastor D, mm-hmm. what do you mean by the faith life? Well, well, that's a great question, uh, Sister Leslie. So the faith life uh, is the life that believers are called to live. And unfortunately, that's not a suggestion from God. That is a declaration. I know a lot of times we think about that as a suggestion. Well, four times in the scriptures, the Bible declares that the just shall live by faith, starting in Habakkuk, then in, um, in Romans, then in Galatians, and then once again in Hebrews, it talks about the declaration of the just shall live by faith. So technically, as a believer, you're living by faith. Whether it's a whole lot of faith or little faith, you're still living by faith. And so we have to understand that the faith life is a life that God has called us to thrive in. It is actually the antithesis to the life of fear. Remember over in, um, in, in Romans, I believe the 8th chapter, it talks about us being in subject to bondage of fear. We were subject to the bondage of fear all of our lives. Then came the faith life. So you had a life that's motivated and, and, and inspired by fear. But then there's a life that's motivated and inspired by faith. And so Jesus came to present to us the God kind of faith. And we have to uh, do the things necessary in order to um, live that faith life. Our faith is so important. Our faith is so critical. One of the things we always talk about, and, and I tell people, I said, don't never let anybody tell you you did nothing to get saved. You know, there's this religious term out there. Where, hey, we ain't did nothing to get saved. Well, who told you that? It was free for us. So. Yeah, yeah. Who, who said that? That ain't no Bible on that. We did do something to get saved. We believed. We believed. The Bible says Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. So these folks that's talking about some we ain't did nothing to get saved. Get away from them folk. Leave them folk alone, bro. No, I'm serious, bro. Leave them folk, son, leave them folks alone. You ain't around them kind of folk. No. I get that. But if you ever around, listen, man, listen. I see them people, I go the other way. Cause cause it's, it's religion. Jesus said, be careful what you hear, man. He told us how be careful what you hear. If you ain't careful what you hear, you're going to have problems. He said, be careful what you hear. Mm-hmm. He's, two times in the scripture, I can't remember the other one. The first one says, be careful what you hear. Then it says, be careful how you hear. Mm-hmm. Right? So these are two aspects of what I'm getting ahead of myself. But these are two aspects of there's a number one cause. I mean, there's a number one factor. There's the number one factor that's, that's the most critical element to living by faith. And we're going to get into that. But I, wanna, I want us to, to, to really magnify and, and understand that we are, we, are, we are declared, once you decided to give your life to Christ, you then entered into the faith life by, by um, what's the word, it was um, by default. You, you've entered into the faith life, like it's it, by default. Like you, it's not an option, it's not a choice. It, the just, if you wanna experience the life God has called you to live, you have to, it's called the faith life. And the, and, and, and the, the details of that question is, it's like, it's like, I'll never forget um, when we were, when we first came to Buffalo, God showed me the life that, that, that we were living. You know, we were living, I was playing professional football and, 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 and you was cheering for me and, and we was over here in this bubble. But then the Lord showed me another bubble. He says, he says, the life you lived over there was one aspect of life, but I have a whole nother life for you over here. He showed me the two separate streams of life. The life that's based off fear and my, you know, what I wanted. But then there's the life that's based, based, based on faith and what he had for me. And so when I saw that, I knew that the faith life was, was, was the life God called me to live. And it's a cohesive life. 
It's a life that's, that, that, is, that is linked. Everything that you do is linked. There's no separation in the life. Everything about your faith life is contained in that bubble. And it's a life. And everything you want to do is within that life. You, we just got to discover that life, walk in that life, and we'll experience the best that that life has for us. But it's, it's about understanding that it's a faith life. It's not something I do every so often. Mm -hmm. But it's something that I do regularly. So you brought up Abraham. Right. When you were just speaking. And um, Abraham in the kingdom world is considered the father of faith. Mm -hmm. So are you saying when we say we have to live the faith life that everybody should be living at the same level of faith that Abraham was living? Well, ultimately, we want to get there. I mean, Abraham lived at a high level of faith. I mean, he lived that, that man's faith was incredible, like, 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 like a lot of people, right? So, so I got me a new song. We know I got me a new song. Okay. Uh, by, by, it's, it's, it's a, uh, uh, um, uh, what's it called? It's a partnership between Maverick City and um, uh, Elevation Worship. You know, and it just got released yesterday, but, you know, we, we lost a little sleep last night because of the song. It wasn't my fault. They released the song. It's on them. So it's on them. It's on them. I, okay. I, I, I texted them. I said, y'all, for y'all, for, for this releasing this song, I'm, like I'm in trouble. Adam's fault. Yes. Yeah, or Adam said it was Eve's. It yeah, it's on the woman. woman that no, it's on the woman all the way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> should probably just cut all the <laughs> <laughs> So, no, so, uh, the song, it, it talks about Jehovah Jireh. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and what, uh, what most folks don't realize about that experience is that that was an experience that that was an experience that that he 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 experienced by faith, like like that him offering up Isaac. Well, so so in case they don't know, Jehovah Jireh is the name that God revealed to Abraham when he asked him to offer up Isaac and and on his way um, to offer up Isaac. Right before he, he began to kill him, he told him to stop. Well, prior to that, Abraham said, when, 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 see what I did? That's wrong. See what I did? What? I was going to say when Isaac, and I did like this, mm -hmm. as if he was a little lad. That's wrong. He was actually a grown man. Mm -hmm. but, the, but we can read into that because of, because of the historical uh, interpretation of that, that Isaac was a little child. He wasn't. He was, the, he was anywhere from 21 years old to 37 years old. Wow. He was, so he wasn't a baby. So he didn't have to submit to his daddy in that case. Yeah. Right. Which speaks to his faith. But God says when 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 Isaac says with well, daddy, uh, we got the wood. I see the fire. Where's the, where's the lamb? <laughs> like, where's the lamb? Right. And, and, and Abraham said, son, God will provide for himself a lamb. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the revelation. So Abraham had a revelation of Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who sees my need and provides for it. So that's where we get the idea of Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who sees and provides. So the Lord has seen the life that he's called Aramis to live. And he's already provided for Aramis. But it's already in the life. It's already in the life. He don't have to get up from his rest to provide for you anymore. It's built into your faith life. When you walk by faith, everything you need will be, will be added to you. It'll, you'll run into it. It's fully supplied when you walk by faith. The reason I emphasize that is because I was listening to somebody talk uh, on Clubhouse the other day and they were talking about faith as if as if God, as if Jesus wasn't at rest. So that's a whole nother thought. But most messages people preach will, will, will raise Jesus up from his rest. Like Jesus is at rest. He's finished. Right. He, ain't, he ain't got to come down off the throne to add nothing to give nothing to lesson. Mm -hmm. It's built into your faith life. 
Everything is built into the faith life. So any, and they were specifically talking about the tests and trials that come in. But God ain't sending no trials your way. He ain't coming up with me. What can I say? How can I test Aramis today? Mm -hmm. No, he ain't doing that. Right. That's foolishness. Right. It's silly. Yeah. It was built into the faith life. Abraham's trial of faith was built into his faith life. Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. God ain't coming off the throne to test your faith. That's not how he works. Mm -hmm. He's at rest. Same way God rested on the sixth day. Because he was finished. Everything that man needed was in the earth. That's why he said, you have dominion now. Go do your thing. Mm -hmm. Faith life, same way. Jesus, he says, he says, after he had offered once, himself once for sin, he sat out mm -hmm. at the right hand of the majesty on high. He's at rest. So the faith life is about entering into the life. And everything you need is built into that life. Well, well what we have to understand is Abraham, I mean, he exercised a high level of faith. We have to grow into that. Right. We have to grow into that. So, you know, the short answer to your question is, no, everybody, we aren't initially called. Uh, we don't have that degree of faith, but we're called to, to live that, that, that degree of faith. And we have, you know, you know, we go from faith to faith, the Bible says. Right. So, yeah. So I mean, that's showing us that there's levels of faith. Right. There's different degrees of faith. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's weak faith, there's strong faith. You know, there's there's little faith. You know, there's, there's oh, Jesus always. Faith. Oh, you have little faith. He went, there's great faith. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's not by coincidence that the two people that were declared to have great faith weren't religious folk. Right. Mm -hmm. One was a centurion servant. Mm -hmm. The other one was a, was a, a Seraphonician woman. Mm -hmm. Right. Neither one of them grew up in religion. They all they all were they all were drawn to Jesus by his love and his goodness. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to grow into those things, though. We have to grow into those things. So, yeah, that, that answers that question as far as Abraham is concerned. But but we, we, we live by faith, whether or not. You know, it's great faith, a little faith is going to be determined by this one factor that we're going to get to. But we have to understand, most believers don't understand that you have to live the God, the life that God has called you to live is a faith life. The, 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 the next question is, I was talking to somebody else, they said, they, 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 I asked them, well, what is faith? When you ask most people, what is faith? If I said, what, what is faith? What will most people say, you think? The evidence of things not seen. Yeah. They quoted Hebrews so, 11. 1. Right. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not a definition of faith. That is a description of what faith becomes mm -hmm. once it becomes what it is in your spirit, right? We define faith by God's word in your spirit. Mm -hmm. David said, thou desires truth in my inward parts. In my hidden parts thou shalt make me to know wisdom. God wants truth, which is his word. John 17, 17. Lord, sanctify them by that truth. Thy word is truth. He wants truth in our hidden parts. The hidden part speaks of the spirit and the soul, right? He wants it embedded in our spirit. David said, thy word hath I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. It's the word in the spirit that becomes faith. Faith is, 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 is characterized as a seed, mm -hmm. right? Once faith is, is, is the, the, the little idea of it is, is uh, the, the way a child is birthed into the world. When a man discharges or plants his seed into the womb of a woman, it's, 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 it's pictured as that from the word of God. And so we, we, when we get the word in our spirit, faith is born. And how do we get the word in our spirit? Okay, okay. You're trying to, you're trying to get ahead of me. You, you want me to go ahead. You, that's what you're trying <laughs> okay, to do. Well, <laughs> you're trying to get me ahead. <laughs> Instead of getting ahead, I, I, I want to ask question, you something. Great question, but we're going to start out. <laughs> so, so uh, it, and this is actually two parts. So, so uh, the, a lot of people listening to this now, you know, who, who aren't familiar with what we're talking about as far as the faith life and, and what, it, what it entails, right? There, there's a thought process that, that, would would kind of go along the lines of 
uh, faith, people thinking of faith as the same as they would hope. You know, well, mm. I'm just going to have faith that something will happen. And, you know oh. what I mean? Can, can you talk oh. about oh, yeah. the, the difference between faith and hope, um, you know, as it pertains to what, because there's, there's a work involved in faith. Right. You know, and hope is just kind of just, you know, throw it up in there and hope it, you know, hope something that happens. That is I'll most. Hoping and a praying. There you right. go. That's what the religious folks say. That is the perfect description of what most people call faith. It's not even biblical hope, to be quite frank. <laughs> it's a worldly hope. It's not even real hope. Yeah. Like real hope, there's substance to hope. Yeah. Like, like, like he's called the God of all hope. There's a substance to hope. The Bible says these three remain is faith, hope, then love. So in a sense, biblical, godly hope is it comes before faith. It co- if, you, if, you look at, if you look at the order of it, it says faith, hope, then love. But the greatest of these is love. Mm-hmm. So then love, hope, faith. Mm-hmm. Right? Most folks don't even have biblical hope. They, they substitute the wrong hope for biblical faith. And it's just like throwing up an end. Well, are we hoping in the praying and work? There ain't gain no faith in that. So hope is the, hope is the product of a, of, a, of a love affair beyond measure. Hope is the is the is the child of that love affair between God and man. You can't help but have great hope when you have a love affair where, where, where the lover is giving you all these promises and, and giving you all these blessings and giving you all of this experience and giving you all this. You can't help but hope. If I'm poor and all my lover is telling me is I'm going to make you wealthy. I'll give you gifts. I'm going to give you favor. I'm going to open this door. I'm going to shut this door. I'm going to prevent this. How can I not help but have hope? When I'm in that love affair, and I'm, and I'm, oh man, I almost, almost said it, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, oh, I can't even know how to say it, and I'm, and I'm, how can I say it without giving it away? <laughs> and, and I'm, and I'm taking in what, and I'm taking in everything. How can I, how can I not have hope? Biblical hope is, it, it's a blueprint, so to speak. Biblical hope is when I sit down and I, and I commune with my Father, when I commune with the Holy Spirit, and He's showing me who I am, He's showing me what He's called me to do. I begin to see, like a great example of what biblical hope is, I think we quoted it last week, where in Joshua, he says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt observe to do. You shall see yourself doing. That's hope. That's biblical hope. But it, it's derived from the word of God being spoken out of his mouth. So real hope is, is, is based upon what it is that God has shown me that I'm called to do. God has shown me that I'm called to establish a ministry of the word of God. So I see myself teaching the word. I see myself offering courses. I see myself discipling people. I see myself coaching believers in their faith. I see all that. That's hope. I have, I see it. Hope, one of the greatest natural expressions of hope is when you, when you ride down the street and you see a vacant lot. And you see a big old sign in front of that vacant lot. And it's a sign of the building that's going to be in that lot in another year. And what they say, coming soon. Yeah. Right. Because they've all, that's hope. Like they stay, they, they, it's, they, as far as they're concerned, the building is it's done. And like I'm the sure blue, they have the blueprint. Right. right the right. blueprints have already been drawn. The measurements have already put, the material has already been purchased. The contract has already been bidded out. That, they put that sign up. This thing going to be here in a minute. There was still some work that went into that. Still some work that went into that. Still a lot of work that went into that. So when we're talking about hope, the work of hope is intimacy. That's the work of hope. Mm-hmm. Is I got to get intimate with my father because he then he gonna reveal to me all that I need to be seen as it pertains to who I am and what I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. Now that's hope. Now what happens once that hope gets so strong that I can't help but go and execute mm-hmm. what it is that I've been seeing. Now we get over into the realm of faith. Right now we get over into the realm of faith. So there lies the separation. Now we get over into because of because of my love affair. 
faith, which worketh by love, mm -hmm. because of my love affair, it's developed this, produced this hope in me. Now that this hope has become so irresistible, I got to do something about this thing. I got to do something about it. Now I get over into the realm of faith, which is the substance of the things that I have hope for. It's the evidence of what God has been speaking to me. Man, we might as well go on and get into it now. It's the evidence of God, what God's been speaking to me. So the, the element that's critical to living by faith is God speaking and me hearing. It's God speaking and me hearing, right? The problem is you got a lot of folks trying to live by faith without ever hearing what God is speaking. And we can get into that. But that, that's the difference to answer your question. That's the difference is, is we, don't, we don't separate love from hope and hope from faith. But faith is when you get that word in your spirit. Then it becomes the substance of what you've been shown by God. It becomes so real. That word substance there, it literally means the, it's, it's, it, it means the, the persona or the person of, it's the same word over in Hebrews, the first chapter, that, that, word, that word substance there in, um, in Hebrews 11. It's the same word we find in Hebrews, the first chapter, where it talks about Jesus being the express image of the person. Basically, it's God, it's God showing you who you are and what you're called to do in Christ Jesus. It's the person, it's the personality, it's the persona of who you are in Christ Jesus lived out in your life. That's, the, that's what that word substance means when we, when we break it down. right? It's, it's the essence of who Jesus has made you to be in him. Faith is the substance of things hopeful. It's the evidence. Like, it's that evidence, is, it, means, it, means, it literally means the essence of a thing. It's the reality of it. I mean, I have it. It's real. I have it before I even have it. That's how real faith becomes. That's the description of that particular scripture. Um, but that's, that's how you separate the two. You said yeah, it's a two-part question. No, I, I wanted you to talk about um, the difference between the two, and then I was going to ask you about you know, the, the work involved in, in faith, and you kind of went into that already. Right. Well, definitely the work involved in faith is, you know, uh, James let us know that you can talk all faith talk you want to talk. But you sitting back doing nothing, Faith without Listen, works. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. Faith without works is dead. You can sit back there and talk faith all you want, but if you sit back tomorrow, won't he do it? Right. <laughs> I'm waiting on him. I was thinking about it. It's in God's hands. Right. God got my back. God, God got me. God willing. God man, willing. God if it be willing. God will, and you sit back doing all James and man, get out of here with that foolishness. I don't want to hear that. So faith is not that. I, I was thinking something a little more practical. So um, my profession is teaching, and I used to work at a Christian school. And so we would have to have prayer every morning in homeroom. So my students would say, can you pray that I pass my test? And it bothered me. And I was like, why does that bother me? And then one day it ignited in me when one of the students said, can you pray that I have faith that I'll pass my test today? And I said, mm. okay, faith without works is dead. Did you study? Right. And right. they said, no, but I got faith. I'm a pass. If I okay. pray for it, you have all the faith. That's foolish. Like, that's foolishness. That's foolishness. That's foolishness. Right. So yeah. yeah that's so when you were talking, it made me yeah. think about that situation that a lot of believers are like that. Yeah. Right. Like I got faith. I'm gonna pass this test, but nope, I didn't study. Well, well, right. No, 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 no. Right. 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 You should no. this. Listen, just let's hit the nail on the head. I got, I got, I got faith that I'm going to live this. I, I got, I have faith, which really not faith right. that I'm going to live the life God come and live, but then they don't study. Mm -hmm. Well, what is it that they need to study? They need to study the word of God. Right. They need to study, study the word, right? 
Right, and we're going to get into the, the whole uh, 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 importance of, of, of reading the written, but, mm -hmm. you know, th that's exactly right. There, there's, a, there's a degree of work that's so, involved. So, and this just came to me. So, th there's my, my, my thought process, and I mean, give, give me a second, because yeah, I'm, trying, I'm yeah. trying to process how, how, to, how to ask this question. So, the thought that came to me was, was, when when Peter had had enough faith to step out on the water when Jesus said come, right? Well, you get into but, something. But, but here's what I want to get into: where where was the work involved in that faith? How, you get where I'm going with this? Right. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where where's the the origin of the work involved that came that that led to that that faith being at a level where he accepted accepted what he heard and then stepped out? The work as far as. Well, because Peter, to, for Peter to for, ask the question, you mean? What, what, yes. What aspect? Okay. Yes. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know if there was a work involved from, because of this. I think Peter was actually questioning Jesus' authority. Okay. I think it was a matter. So Peter was a kind of a, 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 a maverick anyway. You know, Peter okay. was kind okay. of a, you know, you know a, a fly by the seat of your pants type dude. And, you know, he kind of like, you know, whatever. It's like whatever with Peter. Like Peter was, he was bold. He was, you know, he boisterous. He, you know, he was kind of that personality. But, you know, when you talk about the work of, the work of, of faith would have come through if we had to put a, a work of faith on it. Okay. Peter watching and experiencing Jesus mm -hmm. right. and, and seeing the level of authority that he was operating in. But yeah. this thing here, you walking on water, listen, you got to prove me. You got to prove that to me. <laughs> Lord, if that's you, bid me to come then, if that's you. Remember, because they was all fighting, and Jesus said, hold on. He said, oh, calm down. It's me. Relax, boys. I'm here. Like, be cool. Lord, if that's you, bid me to come. <laughs> if, you really, if you really real, right. talk and talk to me. Come tell me Can something. you imagine that sight, though, if you were in that boat? Yeah, I think that thing, that thing would shake you up. That thing would shake like, you up. Remember, <laughs> it was a storm, too, now. It was, it was, the, the wind was, right. was boisterous, so it was a thunderstorm. Right. And then all of a sudden, you see, you watching this rain coming into the boat. You looking around, and all of a sudden, you see somebody walking on the wall. Whoa, 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 what's yeah. going on here? <laughs> I'm sure. Some fear. <laughs> whoa, whoa, who's that? Who's that? Some fear rose up. Whoa, whoa, them people start getting under the rafters. They start running, getting behind each other. Jesus, oh, calm down, boys. Relax, man. It's just me. That's what he said. It's just me. Relax, man. You calm down. Here go Peter. Okay, if that's you, then bid me to come out on the water. Come on, man. Peter, get out and start walking on the water. That was the that was the um, work after the fact. Okay. The work before the fact right. was watching Jesus and the authority that he functioned in. Right. Mm -hmm. And then wanting to confirm it. Well, if that's you, I've seen you do some authoritative thing. If that's you, bid me to come out on this walk. So the work was the time put in observing and observing learning. Observing and learning and being and right. fellowshipping and communing with Jesus and developing that love affair with Jesus. Right. That was the work. And then the, the, the work after the fact was when he put him to the test, I don't know what he thought Jesus was going to say. What you think his man was going to say? Stay in the boat? Man, you better get out on this water. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Bid me to come. All right, come on. I'm coming out on that water. <laughs> Peter started walking. He started walking. So the work was him stepping out and walking on. Most would say the water, but we're saying he's walking on that word. Yeah. He's walking on that word. Yeah. And a lot of times when, when we're walking on the word, and it's, it's an uncertainty. There's some instability because we're not, we haven't grown to the place where Abraham was. Mm -hmm. We then, we get, you know, stuff start going on around us. We start looking around like, man, what, man, what am I doing here? What, what's going on? This thing is getting shaky. Right. And you start to sink. But even in his mercy, God will, you know, he'll keep, he'll prevent you from sinking. So, yeah, that, that was a great experience that Peter 
demonstrated the work of faith prior and then the work of faith afterwards, you know. So we all we all have to experience that. And we all have to go through that. Yeah, I just I I, I kind of wanted to ask that because I, I think the point is, is is so important to make. You know, it, I, mm -hmm. I, I really don't want people to get confused with thinking that they can, you know, just say, well, you know, I, I got to work it out and got to do this and, and that. There's there's a work involved. There's a practical application to the word oh, that gosh. if you study it out, if you read, I mean, that, that's that's what we're talking about right yes, now. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. You know, you, you've got to hear the word on a regular basis. You got to, yeah. I mean, I, I'll let you get into, you know, exactly what it says, but there, there's, there's, a, there's a purpose behind the work that we put in because that's what develops and that's what builds the faith to that level where we can expect to see things that people wouldn't normally see on a day to day basis. We can expect that favor that that, you know, seems like it would be luck or we can expect, uh, you know, things to happen on a time in a timely fashion or when we need it the most, because that's just what we believe. We know God got us. You Amen. know what I mean? And, right. and God's put things in place already for us to activate. Like right. that, that's, that's the key and, mindset. And, and I, I like how you said it because we know now in the context in which you just said God got us is the right context because everything that we need is built into the, our faith life. So, so, so here's the thought. God is designing Aramis's life. He's given him callings. He's given him giftings. He's given him people. He's given him everything that he needs. You know, and he, he like stuffed it into side. This is Aramis life over here. And when Aramis comes into this world, he's born into Christ. Boom, that life comes alive. He ain't got to come down and do nothing to help you fulfill that life. As long as you walk by faith. He ain't got to do nothing. Mm -hmm. Most folks preach him out of his rest. It ain't happening. There's only one reason why Jesus would rise from his rest. <laughs> no, they preach him out of his rest. They try anyway. They preach him out of his rest. It's only, they preach them out because they say, God going to do this for you, and God got this for you, and God can open this door. God ain't doing all that. He ain't working. He ain't working. He says, it's time for you to work. He says, I, I, he says it is my, I, I put it in you to willing to do my good pleasure. Now you work it out. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. He ain't working like people got him working. These folks don't know what they're talking about. They preach him out of his rest. There's only one reason why Jesus, we ever, we have biblical reason why we got Jesus rising from his seat, from his rest. And that was when Stephen was being martyred. He had to stand up on that thing. Mm -hmm. He said, I see Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Mm -hmm. Jesus had to stand up on that thing because that man was giving his life. He was dying for the cause. Mm -hmm. Man, that, that, was worthy of <laughs> that was worthy of Jesus rising from his rest. All this other stuff they're talking about, <laughs> he ain't rising from that stuff. He said, man, y'all better work that thing out. <laughs> you better go work that thing out. Man. That's how he said it. Man, you better go work that thing out. Don't come crying to me. Most folks come crying in, man. You better go work it out. Leslie, I said last week, I, I wish I could have one of those <laughs> one of those audio books for the Bible oh and D God. just reading right, it. Right. It, would be, it would be the best thing ever made. Listen, I know. Listen, listen, ever we made. might have to do something like that. You we might, might have, have to do it. Yeah. Listen, y'all better work it out, man. I'll right. put it in you. Oh, Don't yeah. come crying to me. I want to tell Moses. I don't know how to work that thing out. Just lift up the rod. I'm gonna the seat gonna come apart, gonna come apart for you. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what we have to see the faith life as. It's a life that everything we need is already built in the favor, the gifting, the calling, the people, you know, the goodness, the righteousness, the peace, the joy, the hope, the love, the mercy, the tenderness, the loving kindness. All of it is already in there. It's already in there. As you walk by faith, you, you draw this stuff to you. Right. You draw it to you as you walk by faith. The angels that's assigned to your life, they going forth. They working on your behalf as you walk by faith. If you're walking by fear, forget about it. man. It ain't going to happen. Right. So you got to know what we have to know what faith is. Mm -hmm. Listen, our faith is so powerful. Our faith is so powerful. Folks. Oh, it irks me when folks talk about you ain't did nothing to get saved. Mm -hmm. When you believe, when you have faith, you believe. Right. Remember when Peter was going through his sifting. He said. Simon, Simon. Mm 
Satan had desired to have you, that he might sift you as wheat. Now, Jesus knew what his sifting was going to look like. He knew Peter was going to deny him. He knew all those things, right? He saw all that stuff in the spirit. He says, but, he says, but I prayed for you. Powerful. Jesus praying for you. Right. Jesus praying for you. Now, he could have prayed all kind of stuff. To prevent Satan from sifting. He could have stopped him from sifting. He could have, he could have did all kind of stuff. That ain't what he prayed. Right. What did he pray? He prayed that his faith Man, listen. Yeah. Listen. That lets us know our faith can defeat whatever the enemy tries to do against us. Mm -hmm. He says, Simon, Simon, thy faith. I pray that thy faith fail thee not. And you going to tell me I didn't do nothing to get saved? Right. Well, my faith is how I got saved? You going to say it ain't, it ain't worth nothing? When Jesus himself when he could have prayed, he could have prayed to Satan out of his, he said, I'm praying that your faith, that's a lesson know how powerful our faith life is. The enemy can't do nothing with us as long as we're operating within the realms and the confines of our faith life. He can't touch us. He can't touch us. But how, and the greatest problem that I've seen in my coaching and counseling and, and, and correcting and, and discipling believers who live by faith is they don't have this one important element that's necessary. And that's hearing. Mm. Hearing is the key. Hearing is the number one reason, or not hearing is the number one reason why people fail at their faith life. It's because they're not hearing. They're not hearing. Hearing is a process. Hearing is a, is a, is a mechanism in itself. Mm -hmm. Recently, um, the Lord showed me over in Psalm 62, verse 11, it says, God has spoken once, yet twice have I heard it, that power belongeth to God. So God speaks it once, but we got to hear it twice. Don't get caught up in the numerics of that verse. Mm -hmm. Once doesn't mean one time. Twice doesn't mean two times. Once speaks of God's proceeding word, that word that's ever living. Twice speaks of Hearing and hearing and hearing, multiple hearings. It speaks of the mechanism of something being alive in your spirit because of the echoing of that power of that voice that you hear. Mm -hmm. So don't get caught up in the once and the twice. It's not, it's not, it's not about the numerics of it. It's, it's about the mechanisms. How we live by faith, God speaks once we hear multiple times, right? The issue is, the issue is, as Jesus always brought out, in all of the Gospels, I believe other than John, he says, he that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what I'm saying. The problem is most folks don't have an ear to hear. Most people don't have the ear to hear what it is God's proceeding, what is proceeding out of God's mouth for your life, right? I was sharing this with, the, with, the, with, with someone the other day, and the sister said, well, she asked a great question. She said, well, how do you develop the ear to hear? I said, that's the million dollar question. How do you develop the ear to hear, right? Hearing, hearing is the most critical element to living by faith. Mm -hmm. It is the most important aspect of developing faith. It's hearing, it's hearing, it's hearing. God speaks once, but you gotta hear it twice. The problem is most folks are only hearing the word once. Never hearing it twice. They haven't developed the mechanism for hearing. The scripture says like this in Romans 10, 17. It says, so then faith cometh. How? 
By hearing. By hearing. Mm -hmm. And hearing by the word of God. By the word of God. That's two separate declarations. Yeah. That's two separate factions. That suits two separate factors. How it, it, the first um, declaration describes how faith comes, how faith is developed, how faith matures, how faith becomes what it is. Faith cometh by hearing. That word hearing speaks to a, 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 a intelligent hearing. It speaks to a comprehensive hearing. It speaks to a critical hearing, right? When a, a, a hearing is, is, is important. Well, that one speaks to how faith comes. The second declaration speaks to how hearing comes. Hearing comes by the logos of God, right? Faith comes by the rhemas of God. But until you have a, have a, have a grasp on the logos, mm -hmm. you'll never be able to hear or understand or interpret the rhemas. So what's the difference between Logos and Rhema? Can you define what they are? Logos speaks to that which is written. Logos is the, actually the word that speaks where we get our word logic from. It speaks okay. to the word thought. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, the, it's, the, it's the articulation of a thought mm -hmm. that is written. That's the Logos. Well, the Rhema, Rhema speaks to the word that is spoken. So Logos is written. That's the letter. Where Rhema's would be when God speaks that what's in that letter specifically to you in your situation. So I might be in a situation where, where the word says that um, by his stripes I'm healed, mm -hmm. right? That's what's written. We, we see the written, that by his stripes I'm healed. But now for that word that's written to come alive to me, that thing got to be spoken to me. And that comes through my intimacy. That comes through my relationship. That comes through my walk with God. That comes through my one-on-one -on -one relationship. That comes through my communion. And now through communion, there's a the little word, the word cometh, is little means to discharge, the word faith cometh, that word cometh right there, it means to discharge. Mm -hmm. Literally discharge. That puts us immediately in the mind of the sexual union and the seed that's being sown into the womb of a woman. A discharge takes place. Mm -hmm. Life then becomes, becomes in, that, in, in, in the woman's womb. Life then materializes. It's the same way in the spirit with faith. When we commune with God, there's a discharge that takes place. Mm -hmm. There's life that's, that's, that's discharged into my spirit. That's when faith has come. Faith comes by hearing. Now, the hearing is the most important part. Hearing speaks to developing the mechanism of recognizing when the Lord speaks. He said, my sheep know my voice, right? There's a reason why they know his voice, because they spend time with him, right? Until you read the written, you'll never be able to receive or hear the spoken. The problem is folks trying to get a word, but they don't read. They, don't read, they haven't read the written. They're trying, they trying to hear a spoken, but they never read the written. You can't walk by faith without reading the written. The other day, Hermes, Hermes and I was talking about um, some um, uh, technical stuff that came to the audio. Okay. Right? And he was talking to me. He was using words. Man, I ain't know what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that I just, you know, I didn't know what he was talking about. We were talking about frequencies and this and that. I didn't know what he was talking about. I didn't know the language. Right. So I couldn't, I couldn't hear. I was listening. But, you could. but I couldn't hear nothing he was saying. I ain't that stuff with all of them. I ain't couldn't hear none of that stuff. Right. I didn't recognize his voice. I didn't recognize what nothing he was saying. It's like when you tell people to speak to you in Spanish because you know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I couldn't get nothing he was saying. Because I didn't know his language. Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize the voice. 
That's how most people is when they talk about walking by faith. Mm -hmm. Now, now I was in a conversation with uh, Jameer the other day, mm -hmm. and we were doing the video for the website, right? Oh yeah. And he was editing. Now I know that language, okay. so he was using his technical verbs. I'm flowing right with him. I'm flowing with him right. because I've studied and I've learned the same things he's learned, and I can edit it myself. I'm just we just hired him to do this mm -hmm. project, but so I'm talking to him, and 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 his uh, his, his um. His uh, fiance was sitting right there, and she was like, "She was like, oh, well, D, you, you, you know what he's talking about? Yeah, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> I, I can, I can, I can walk with him. I can, fly, I can walk by faith with him now. I can flow with him because I know the language he's talking about, right? It's the same way in the spirit. If I don't read the written, if I don't know what the written say, he's only saying what the written say. Right. He's only speaking what the written says. Mm -hmm. If I haven't read the written, I'm not gonna know the voice when I hear it." I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to receive a discharge from him because I don't know what he said. How am I going to know what he's saying? If you don't know what he said, you'll never hear what he's saying. If you don't know what he said, you'll never hear what he's saying. And we got folks walking by time they walking by faith. They ain't they, oh, you ain't walking by no faith. You ain't yeah. No, <laughs> you ain't spend no time in the word. <laughs> you spend no time. You got to read the written mm -hmm. to receive the spoken. The number one element, the number one factor to living by faith is hearing. It's hearing. I know folks out there, well, no, faith, faith works by love. I didn't say what causes faith to work. I said what causes faith to come, what causes faith to develop, what causes faith to be activated is hearing twice. So, over and over. Go. So did, did the listening to songs for an hour at a time come before the revelation or after the revelation? <laughs> <laughs> I did that by the spirit. No, I did that by the spirit. I just started listening. I just, I just could not hear it. I just could not hear it. I just could not hear it. I got to 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 hear it. And all of a sudden, what I'm hearing, boom, it explodes and it comes alive to me. See, I was talking earlier. So, so um, Sister Leslie and everybody make fun of me because Sister Leslie say something and I start repeating it. Yeah. Why are you repeating what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm hearing I'm trying to get on the inside of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. See, folks, don't, they only surface people. They ain't, they ain't trying to get deep with God. They only, they only surface, mm -hmm. right? But the Bible says, deep crieth unto deep. Like, when you got to cry for God, you want to go deeper, right? Deep, call it crieth unto deep. Like, I'm trying to get on the other side of that thing. I'm trying to get on the other side. I'm trying to enter into the thought of God. That's for everybody. Like, every believer should be so infatuated with, 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 with the Lord, though. I want to know you, man. That's what Paul said. I want to know this man. I want to know him. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm trying to get on the other side of what he's saying. I'm trying to enter into the thought of what he's saying. That's what meditation is all about. It's about breaking open that seed, that, that the, the logos, so that I can feast off the ramus. If you ain't cracking open no logos, then you can forget about eating off the ramus. Mm -hmm. We try. That's what it is. Yeah. Right? You have to get, we have to get to the point to where we're reading the written, mm -hmm. consistently reading the written, and hearing, hearing the spoken it's easier because the hardest voice to hear, contrary to what, what we, we live in today, because everybody can hear the Lord saying this and the Lord speaking this and the Lord saying the Lord told me, oh, man, I don't hear that mess. Contrary to what most folks will have you to think, the hardest voice to hear is the, is the voice of the Lord. That's still small voice because you got to get extremely quiet and you got to be and you got to be able to recognize that that voice, especially in, in, in all the, the chatter. Like Paul said, you got you got 10,000 folks teaching you something, but you only got one father. You get one voice. 
that really should be speaking into your life? How do you discern that voice? Because you got a whole lot of people out there saying a whole lot of stuff about faith and about God. And all. How do I discern the one voice that I'm supposed to be guided by? If you don't read the written, if you don't know the written, if you don't, if you don't have the spirit of the written, you'll never, be able to, you'll never be able to hear the voice of the spirit. Man, I like how that came out, Sister Leslie. I like it too. If you don't have to, <laughs> if you don't have the spirit of the written, mm -hmm. that's good. Because the letter kill it. But the spirit of the letter produces life. You don't have the, if you don't, if you don't mm -hmm. capture the spirit of the logos, mm -hmm. you'll never be able to hear the spirit of the spoken. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's only spoken in the spirit. Mm -hmm. It's only spoken. It's not written in the spirit. It's spoken in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Right? It's written in the natural. But it's spoken in the spirit. But if you don't understand what's written in the natural, you can't discern what's spoken in the spirit. Mm -hmm. We got folks that's not spiritual at all. Saved now, right. but they still carnal. And Paul dealt with that with Corinthians. Y'all saved now, y'all ain't, ain't denying you saved, but you're just as carnal as that wood over there. Right. You're just as carnal as that microphone. Boy, <laughs> 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 just bouncing right off your brain. Right? You have to, you have to understand. Mm -hmm. you have to, we have to understand the, 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 the spoken if we want to be able to receive and hear the written, right? Hearing, hearing. Jesus said, be careful what you hear. We're not careful what we hear. That's why we struggle in living by faith. Now, you said a couple of things, so, and I'm, you said we have to be careful what we hear. Now, how does that connect to uh, guarding your heart <laughs> with all <laughs> diligence? Because sometimes people say things to me Man. And I may not say it out loud, but in my mind and in my spirit, I'm saying, I don't believe I don't that. receive that. such a religious thought. No, I ain't with that you know, So I refute it in my mind. You well trained. Who trained you up? You well trained. This oh my guy God. I know this You dude, well trained. I'm telling you. <laughs> she well trained. She well trained. Yeah. Praise God. And, and the word says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it. Flows, the, the issues, issues of, of life. life. Right. So yeah. I'm not receiving death. No, Whether you think man. you're yeah. spiritual or not, I recognize the difference between yeah. religion and spirituality. Because, she, because, because she's been around, she's, she's, she's read the written, mm -hmm. and she's, she's been around people who's read the written, and she's been around people who's heard the voice, she's been around, right. being, being around people who has a revelation. Mm -hmm. You know, so when you when you're around them people, when you're in that culture and that atmosphere, you can recognize the fake. Like like the man said, the man said uh, uh, they, 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 they trained him up in the, into into uh, the way they train folks to recognize counterfeit money. Mm -hmm. It's not by training them on the counterfeit. Mm -hmm. They get to know the real so well. That it's easy. It's easy. It's easy to recognize for them to recognize the counterfeit because they know the real so well. See, you got to get to the point where we know the written so well. When we hear folks preaching foolishness, man, I ain't man trying to man. Let them alone. Mm -hmm. Man, get away from them folk. We know the written so well. We've got the spirit of the written so well that it's easy to recognize that which isn't well. I mean, anybody can miss it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean anybody can get off. Mm -hmm. Like anybody can get off. Anybody can miss it. Right. But when you hear stuff consistently coming out of people's mouth and ministry, that's that's religious. That ain't right, man. You got to leave them. You got to get away from them, Paul. So when we talk about be careful, Jesus said, be care be careful what you hear. He said, Jesus said, be that word careful is is a, is, is, is is a definite article in the, in the in the Greek. I mean, I mean that's the I mean you got to that's a definite thing. You got to be you got to be on point with mm -hmm. because a little nothing get inside that thing, man. It'll mess up everything. 
it'll, it'll clog up stuff, it'll disconnect stuff, it'll have stuff all twisted around. Next thing you know, you worry about, well, how did I get in this situation? Because you heard the wrong thing. Right. You're listening to the wrong people, right? You can't and be you hearing that mess. It too, right? And you're receiving it. Mm-hmm. You're receiving it. See, see, you have to have a capacity to, to know what to spit away, spit out and know what to push away from you when, you, when you're talking to people, mm-hmm. right? Because again, I mean, listen. You could listen to the most, the most esteemed in, in like the most esteemed. Like we were just listening to somebody talking about Jesus was a thief. This man highly esteemed. Mm-hmm. This man highly esteemed, but oh. Jesus was a thief. Man, Jesus, well, get out of here with that mess, man. <laughs> Trying to hear that stuff. Yeah. Jesus was a thief. There was three thieves on the call on the cross. He yeah. stole sickness. He ain't steal no sickness from us, man. It's just it gets it gets silly. Yeah. Like to say the least, it gets silly. It gets silly. But, but you, that, that's no knock on. I still listen to the brother. I still got high esteem for the brother. But on that, no. That's, what, you spit out. that's what I spit away. I spit that out. The right? So, so we have to. We have to. We just have to. We got to be careful. She said, "Be careful what you hear." Like he was preparing them for when he left. They was only hearing him at the time. Right. Be careful what you hear. Right, and he was speaking of the doctrine of the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Right. So hearing, hearing is. So, so <clears throat> we got an instance that we've been, we've been laughing at, right? We talked about this last week when Jesus was preaching to the people and a woman stood up. The woman stood up. Thought she was saying something. The woman thought she was Had saying something. Had you ever heard that scripture described like that, Aaron? Not ever. I was like, Not once in my life. I said, what? Oh, my God. You got to find that thing, man. You <laughs> just bust out laughing at the start of it. <laughs> oh, that thing tickled me, man. That thing tickled me. looking at the lady like. That thing tickled me, man. Right, right. Oh my God! Luke Luke twenty seven, Luke eleven verse twenty seven. Jesus preaching to the people. Jesus preaching good to the people. You got to imagine Jesus. Let's be the womb. Jesus preaching good to the people. Jesus giving these people word, and this woman blot out. And it came to pass as he spat. Now Jesus is in the middle of speaking. Right. A certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said. And she's in the middle. She's in the crowd. He says, "Blessed are the womb that bear thee, and the past which thou hast sucked." I can imagine Jesus. What is she talking about? (laughs) Listen here. No. Yeah, rather. Blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. First thing they got to do is hear. Right. Hearing is critical. Keeping it is walking by faith. Hearing precedes faith. Hearing precedes walking by faith. Hearing precedes walking by folks ain't hearing nothing. Talking about they're walking by faith. They're walking by presumption. No walking by faith. She thought she was saying something. Oh, she thought she was spitting something out. She thought she, thought she had a revelation. <laughs> she, thought, she thought she had a revelation. Oh, she said, I can imagine stand up just as proud and both as she could. She thought she had a revelation. She ain't saying nothing. She said, you ain't saying nothing. Yay, rather. Yeah, yay, rather. Listen, yay, rather. In other words, sit down. Sit down. Because what you're talking about is secondary to what's really important. Hearing. Hearing. Blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Man, hearing, hearing, hearing. How do we develop an ear to hear? By reading the written. By reading the written. Jesus is like this. If you got an ear to hear, praise God. If you don't, oh well. He that got an ear to hear, let him hear. He who don't, you're bad. That's what it is. Keep reading. How do we develop an ear to hear? I want to emphasize that. You develop the ear to hear by reading the written. By reading the written. By reading the written. 
Once you read the written, once you read the written, hearing the voice, recognizing the voice is easy. Like there's some folks right now that hear what I'm saying and they're excited about what I'm saying. Some folks are like, what this brother talking about? Mm -hmm. They don't have an ear to hear. They ain't read the written. They ain't read the written. They can't recognize the voice. Some folks are like, man, who is this brother? We need to, man, I want to live, man, man. What are you talking about? They got to eat here, right? So it's important that we understand that the life of faith that God has called us to live depends upon how we hear. Depends on what we hear. Now, how we hear, that's the other part about it. He said, careful what you hear, and then he said, be careful how you hear. So when he, when he talked about be careful how you hear, he linked how you hear with what you do. So when I'm hearing, if I'm hearing, so M is, is instructing me musically on something to do musically. I'm, he, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm, I'm listening to what he's saying, or I'm hearing what he's saying so that I can go and execute so that I can get the results that he's gotten. Mm -hmm. Right? So a lot of folks don't hear like that. A lot of folks don't hear with the, with the notion in mind to apply. Right. So how you hear is important. What you hear is, is critical, but how you hear is just as critical. Like I'm hearing because I'm going to do something when I, once you get finished telling me. Right. Like it's, like, it's, like, it's like being in the huddle and we're listening for the play. It's like the quarterback calling the play. Everybody's attention is on that quarterback. Because in what he's saying is going to determine what I do on this play. Mm -hmm. So I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. Like everybody, the quarterback get in the huddle. Hey, here we go. Listen. Everybody get quiet. I'm talking about folks stop breathing <laughs> so they can hear. <gasps> they trying to hear. Because you know, when you stop breathing, you can hear, hear clearer. Mm -hmm. Right? Because that's going to determine what I'm going to go out and do on, on this particular play. Mm -hmm. Right? Hearing. Hearing. So you got to get quiet to hear. You gotta get quiet. See, the, the, the logos quiets you. Mm -hmm. It calms your thoughts down. It, it, it synchronizes your mind. It gives, it, it, it activates the mind of Christ when you read the logos. All these, all these random thoughts and how I used to think life is supposed to be lived and how I'm supposed to do this and how I'm supposed to do this and life is supposed to be this way. No, the logos calms all that down. It quiets you. It quiets your mind. It brings peace to your soul. Now God can speak to you. Now God can speak to you. Right? He can't speak to you when you all know it, when you got all that noise going on. You can't hear nothing. Logos will quiet you. We have 50 minutes, Sister Leslie. Trying minutes. to wrap this thing up. You see, you see, you see the producer for us checking the knob. You see, you see, not ahead. Yeah. No, as you were saying that, that made me think about just being in a classroom where, mm -hmm. you know, when you're introducing a new concept to your students mm -hmm. and you make them write down the vocabulary words first. And I remember yeah. one student said, why do you always make us write vocabulary words before you teach it to us? I said, so you can understand when I use the term as I start to teach, mm -hmm. then you'll be able to understand what I'm saying. So if I That's say, it. That's it. Um, That's it. We look at the hypotenuse on this right triangle. She's showing off now. Do you know what hypotenuse she's showing is? Up. She's if, showing you, up. if you didn't she's define it, you know? So I need you to understand what hypotenuse she's means so that when I say it, right. you can receive what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Concept. That's yeah. perfect. That's faith. That's mm -hmm. God. That's wisdom. That's perfect. Like, like, her head is like, man, listen, that anointing just flows downward. It's like oh all over. It's like all over. That anointing. No. So, but no, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Like, like that's like when we wrote the book, what version now? Why the first chapter is dedicated to learning God's language. Mm -hmm. See, folks talking about what God ain't with and God ain't for reverberating Black American. God ain't for this and God ain't for that and God ain't. You don't even know God's language. How are you gonna know what God is about? Mm 
You don't even know his language. Like he's speaking, he's speaking something you don't even understand. But you're trying to say what God ain't about. You don't even know his language. So the first thing we did, we gave them, we gave them words and definitions that pertain to how God deals with oppression, how God deals with unjust gain. We gave them, we defined what that meant, the words that God used throughout the scriptures. So people would understand God's language. Before we talk about this, you got to understand God's language. Exactly. You got to know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Once you understand the language, now when you see this, oh, that's what he was talking about. Right. Oh, that's what he, I mean, it'll change everything about the scripture mm-hmm. once you learn the language. Exactly. Now you can hear the voice. Mm-hmm. Now things make sense. I'm sure you deal with this all the time and with music. Folk come in and they think they can sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an issue. They, they think there's they can a, sing. There's, there's a huge difference between, you know, live performers and, and recording artists. And I, I mean, I, I'm I'm working on a process now to kind of, excuse me, to, to, to bridge that gap because it is, it's, it's a learning process. If mm-hmm. you don't know how to position yourself at a mic, if you don't know how to take yourself away for certain, you know, power notes and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to take in and, and, and try to accomplish recording a song. Like when uh, when we had Devin in, yeah, to record a song, she hadn't sang in years. Yeah, 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 yeah. She said that. And we were in the studio from we, we started recording about five thirty. We didn't finish until like quarter after nine. Mm. That's a lot of time, right, For right. one song, right. You had to reteach her that, right. Right. right, because oh, it's wow. a process of, of understanding, okay, this is how you hit that note. When you do that, you kind of position this way, or, or you got to pull back when you hit that note. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a lot of things that go into it, and, and so, yeah. I'm Paul come in here and think right. they just won't start singing in the mic. No. You start talking to him, like, what, 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 I just want to sing. And he no. has an ear to hear. Yeah, he got an ear to hear. You know, he got an ear to hear. He got a voice to sing, Definitely. too. Definitely. He got a voice to sing. Right, so, and he's musically inclined, so he knows. He has an ear to hear. When it comes to the musical world, right? Because he's trained in that. Mm-hmm. He starts speaking certain things to folks about pitch, tone, closeness, breathing, all that. I just want to sing. Right. No, you got to understand yeah, this. Too. Right. That's right. You got to learn some things first. I mean, yeah. but it's the same way with faith. Mm-hmm. You're trying to walk by faith by the word by, by the word of God being in your spirit, but you don't have an ear to hear because you ain't read the written. Now you're trying to now you're trying to walk by the walk by the rainbow. No, it don't work like that. We we here to clear up all that confusion. We're going to clip all that. That's why we have our Faith Life brand where we coach people in how to walk by faith. Because if you're not walking by faith, you ain't walking with God. Right. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. To be in, that word please means to be in full agreement with God. Mm-hmm. If, you're not, if you're not walking by faith, you ain't walking with God. That's like when you're trying to, you know, put a shelf together or something like that, and and you know, woman try to tell you, you read the directions. Like I, I, I put a shelf together. I've before. done this. I got ear for this. I got a mind for this. I'm good. I, I don't got to read. I don't got to read the directions. Right. right. I'm with you on that. I, I can see the pieces. I can right. understand how it goes together. I got right. this. Yeah, that's what folk do. That's what folk do. They do the same thing. Right. We got to go, sis. <laughs> Yeah, I think we should end on that note. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for uh, another session of uh, Salvation Solutions. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. <laughs>